We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. What's happening, guys? It is Tuesday, which means uh, Eric and I can be breaking down a little bit of PGA Rainmakers, talking about the upcoming slate and no UFC this weekend. There's an off week, going to be back next week, but we've got PGA to talk about on the heels of the PGA Championship where Brooks Kepka came in, ended up dominating the field, won the tournament, and I'm sure Eric is a big fan of Live Golf, was super excited about that, so we can get his reaction to that in a second. As you guys come in, do us a favor, like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you have not signed up or played over at DraftKings for PGA Rainmakers, here's a great way to get started. You sign up clicking on the link that we have below in the description box because when you head on over to DraftKings through that link, they're going to give you a totally free starters pack, 100% free. You're going to get a stud golfer. You could choose John Rahm. You could choose Scotty Scheffler. You got lots of studs to pick for this weekend. Scotty Scheffler is looking like a particularly good option. So go check out that totally free starters pack and, Give yourself an opportunity to play a lineup where you don't have to invest anything. You just click a link. It's free, and you make some money off of it. But, Eric, how are you doing, and how was your weekend, and how excited are you about Brooks Kepka, PGA champion? Yeah, just ecstatic. Uh, absolutely wonderful to see such a deserving champion, uh, such a wonderful human being. Really enjoy his ascent back into the winner's circle. Now five majors, one more than Rory who's, you know, he's the bad guy now, of course, because, I mean, Brooks Kepka is so easy to cheer for. What a great golf tournament that was. And I'm sure the PGA was not really thrilled about it because they were trying to, going into the Masters, they were trying to really broadcast being like, hey, the live guys, they're not playing real golf. It's not competitive over there. There's no cuts. And they're like, they, they can't play an actual competitive golf tournament. That was definitely how they were trying to spin it. So when Kepka almost won the, ma- the the Masters and he was towards the top of the leaderboard, I did kind of feel a sigh of relief through the TV. And then he ends up winning this time. And it wasn't just him. There was a lot of live golfers towards the top of the leaderboard. Is there anything you think the PGA might do going forward to try to counter this in any way? What are they going to do? Uh, they're not going to say no to having the best players in the world out there. And that was one of the big reasons that a lot of these players felt comfortable was that they were pretty positive that all the governing bodies, because it's not the PGA Tour putting on the majors. For people who don't know, you have Augusta National puts on the Masters, all just one club specifically. You have the USGA who will be putting on the US Open. The PGA of America puts on the PGA Championship. And the RNA, the Royal and Ancient Golf Club, overseas, they put on the Open Championship. So 
you're going to see live golfers scattered amongst there. We don't have to worry about them for rainmakers purposes, but there is a trickle down effect because when one wins, you're missing out on some of those placement points on cards that you might be getting. So to tie it back into DraftKings, into the NFTs, into what we're doing here in the rainmaker circles, you still have to account for some of their play to a certain extent. You know, we're going to have cards of guys that aren't available in Ricky Fowler, Jordan Spieth going forward, things of that nature. So definitely creates an interesting, interesting tier of, of players where we're all pulling from the same pool, but they might not always have the same value if you're not going to see them win. And just kind of getting that out of the way, I just thought it was kind of an interesting talking point also because you know I like trying to get under your skin. And unfortunately, no. you didn't really get riled up there like I thought you might have with uh, Kepta just, winning the PGA. Maybe Champions. it's just that I'm in my childhood bedroom. I'm calm. <laughs> I'm feeling at ease. My mom makes me breakfast. It's so nice, you know, stuff like that. So I'm feeling a little chill, feeling a little chill. Yeah, you're in your childhood bedroom. My parents recently moved into my house. Although, what a time to be alive! Oh my god, it's it's good times for me. I'm really, <laughs> I'm really happy about it and excited because the other thing too is like my dad is really just like a buddy to me. Like he's very much not. A yeah, my mom has five children. She married one of her kids, and that's my dad is just like one of the kids. It's like the same thing where it's like, oh, mom's like my dad calls her mom yeah. also, and he'll, he'll he'll still he has that energy of like. Oh, mom's angry. I'm gonna have to stay in this room today, and like, let's, <laughs> like, let's go for a walk or go hang out somewhere. So, like, y- yesterday, for instance, like, my dad just sitting on the couch. He's waiting for me to finish my show so we can watch a basketball game together. So it's gonna be good. I'm looking forward to it. And there's still a lot of space because, like, my parents are gonna be downstairs at my house, and I'm going to be upstairs. So it's still like they're there, but I still have plenty of my own space. And then same, like, my mom is a really good cook, so occasionally my mom will be making food for me as well. So. I'm excited for uh, for that aspect of it as well. That and I don't think they're going to be here all that often anyway because like they're on vacation right now in Florida. But nobody gives a shit. We've got PGA Rainmakers to talk about <laughs> right now. Where I think we need to start, Eric, is with Scotty Scheffler. He might yeah. not have won the PGA Championship, but he had a pretty good showing. He finished towards the top of the leaderboard, and pretty much every week you could generally count on either Scotty Scheffler or John Rom finishing somewhere around the top of the leaderboard. There is no John Rom this week. As a result, Scotty Scheffler is projecting as just the best play by a mile for us in our projections. I'm going to drop these into the Discord, uh, sorry, the YouTube channel here because they're totally free. There's no reason not to take advantage of this. So just throw that into YouTube channel. Scotty Scheffler, we have with a 13.2% chance to be the top scoring golfer in the field. Nobody else is above a 5% chance. We have him with a 33.3% chance to be one of the top five scoring golfers in this field. So one out of three times, Scotty Scheffler is going to be in the optimal lineup. The next closest is Tony Finau at about half the odds, 17.8%. How important is Scotty Scheffler going to be this weekend? Pretty important. And if you're tracking what's happened to his card price since last week, it's gone up a tiny bit, sitting at 47.47 for the low over in the core contest. Uh, last week, you were looking at 41.44, him and John Rahm. And Scotty Scheffler, your highest scorer in terms of DraftKings Rainmakers last week. Him and Victor Hovland ended up both finishing T2. Uh, both important cards, I think, once again this week. Uh, Hovland was somebody that I was pretty heavily invested in in the Rainmaker streets. Will be again this week. But if you have Scotty Scheffler, you're playing Scotty Scheffler. It's the same thing I said last week, where if you have Rom and if you have Scheffler, you're just playing him in the captain spot. You're not thinking twice about it. You're moving on with your life. Yeah, I have a handful of cards that I bought at the start of the season, something you and I had talked about. And I bought uh, like some, some Schefflers, some Roms, 
Finau's, Morikawa's, Imps, like a lot of the top golfers, they have already paid for themselves at this point oh, yeah. in the season because, number one, I've just won prize money. That's been worth more than what I paid for the cards. But the other thing, too, is if I wanted to, I could sell these guys for comparable prices to what I bought them for at the beginning of the year, and they've already returned value on what I bought them for. And just some of these top guys like Scotty Sheffield, I don't see how you get away from them. I guess the only other talking point we have here before we start talking about the next tier of golfers, because Scheffler is just such a no-brainer. If you have them, you're playing them. If you find one for a relatively cheap cost in the secondary market, I think you guys should be scooping them up. Is there any reason to get away from Scotty Scheffler as the captain if you have him, or do you just roll with him if you got him? Yeah, we talked about it last week, too. I do a Rainmakers video here on Stochastic every single week, and it felt like there was not going to be the same amount of ownership towards him because most people who have the card are going to be playing them in the captain. But the thing is that they have a starter card that's available for them. And if you can find another player, I, I think this week it actually makes not, it makes more sense. I think this week to play him outside of the captain, just because he's going to be so popular. If people have that card, it's getting automatically put in the captain spot and there's just fewer players to get, at that spot. So like, I think just because of the low ownership, you're going to get towards Hovland, Homa, God, Morikawa is going to be completely unowned in the captain type uh, format coming off of last week. There are some reasons to talk yourself into getting away from it just because it might be steamed up way beyond what we saw last week where, Hey, if you played Scheffler and Rahm in the same life, you can only play one in the captain spot. And it made a lot of sense to combine those in like, uh, a, a core contest for you know single entry things of that nature so i'm i'm going to say for the most part yes you should be looking at playing them in the large field tournament or sorry in the single entry there but in a large field tournament i might be okay this week trying to just hit the nuts with somebody else all right and then we'll try to figure out who some of those other players that might yeah. be the nuts are because there are a lot of other options right golf fields are pretty big scotty scheffler is only one of the golfers that we have to choose from. And who do you think is the next most likely golfer just win outright? So let's say you have a Scotty Scheffler, but you're not playing him in the captain spot. You're playing him in the utility. Who is another golfer that you have on your mind that you'd be willing to play in the captain ahead of Scotty Scheffler? Yeah, this golf course is just set up for Victor Hovland, I think, too. It's another golf course that doesn't have a crazy amount of demand on your short game. Everybody's going to have the same type pitch shots around the greens just like last week yeah it was penal to miss in certain spots but the combatant for that is just puring the golf ball and just being a ball striking extraordinaire that's what you saw with victor hovland he finished t2 right next to scotty scheffler here and the ball striking numbers were off the charts he gained 10.6 with the approach and that's what this golf course is you go to colonial you're hitting a lot of shorter clubs it's not it's like an old school golf course. You play a lot of these, you know, 400, 410 yard par fours where you're not necessarily just bashing driver and flipping wedges in there. You have a couple of really long par threes. Number four plays around 250. So it's going to be more difficult and more demanding on that. Why not the guy who just gained 10 strokes with his irons, who generally is just going to be gaining leaps and bounds. And then for the first time in a long time was positive around the green in terms of strokes gain chipping 3.2. You've never seen something like that from Hovland. And if you do, you're probably seeing him ascend to the top of the, the pecking order here. So him and Sc uh, Scotty Scheffler, just like last week, they're going to be one, two for me. Yeah. And then, I mean, if you look at the rest of our projections, we have other golfers that are pretty similar to Victor Hovland, Tony Finau, 4.6% mm -hmm. chance to be the top scorer. 
Colin Marikawa, 3.8% chance. Sung JM, 3.3%. Max Homa, 32 And then I'm going to add this guy to the tier just because I know you like him so much. And because of you, I'm holding a handful of them. Sam Burns, 2.9% chance of being the top golfer. So number one, it's Scotty Scheffler in his own tier. The next tier of golfers is Finau, Hovland, Morikawa, Im, Homa, Sam Burns of that group. Are you going back to Sam Burns this week? Is he still going to be a guy you're riding with? Absolutely. Uh, This golf course as well. Last year, he won in a playoff against one Scotty Scheffler. Took him down. They're best friends, and kind of nice to see that narrative back and forth. They've had a couple of uh, duels now of late, and Scotty Scheffler, just uh, the only person who's been able to kind of beat him straight up in some of these spots has been Sam Burns, his buddy, which is kind of ironic. But from a DFS perspective, I think he's going to be pretty low-owned coming off of cut-cut. But when you have a card of him and he's the defending champion, I doubt people are just shying away. Now, if you're going to be purchasing cards, if you're looking at getting a card or a lineup started this week, he's going to be a huge target that I would want to be getting to, mainly because he has to go, you have to go way down the board. Even though he won at the match play, he's sitting down sub $10 despite a price tag in DFS of 9700 He's the seventh most expensive, go- eighth most expensive golfer here on the week. That should give you an idea of, well, one, his course history, two, what he can kind of do for you he has that boom bust upside where he's going to miss cuts he's also going to win a lot of events because he gains across the board when things are good he loses across the board when things are bad so really boom bust but he's sub ten dollars now at a golf course he obviously likes Uh, i have a lot of sam burns as you can imagine i'm going to be playing him a lot there's something very important we need to uh discuss here also before we go further your childhood bedroom no lighting they stick you in the basement what's funny You talk about blackout curtains all the time, Jordan Klein. You want me to do this? You want me to get the, you know, the 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 lighting coming in here? Does this is this what you want? You it want me like to dance for you? It looks like you're in a bunker right now. So is 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 this like a, a doom? I was trying to doom, doomsday part of the house. They got you underground. It does seem like it's bombproof. Like, like it it does. I'm on the seem... second floor. I'm on the top floor. I'm no no. You're underground. There, there's no light. There's no lights there. I, mean, Jordan's, too, Jordan I know Klein. Jordan's going to respond in a second here because we got Jordan throw it into the, and I think it's a very, very, very pertinent uh, comment here by Jordan Klein. South Dakota doesn't get sunlight this time of year. That's also possible because I don't know anybody who's ever been to South Dakota. The population's like 28 people. Most of them are related to Eric. A few animals are involved also. Beyond that, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's sunlight. Is, is there enough food there to feed enough people? Who's to say? But do you have light? Is there lights? Because I don't see lights on the ceiling either. That's. They're not on. I didn't turn them on. All right. I didn't want to. the darkness. It's bottom of the darkness. <laughs> Basically, Jordan Klein's just a mean person who's tuning in to, to troll me, and I'm not going to give in to his. Uh given to his wants here. I'm going to simply move on like a professional and actually do my job. You should try it sometime, Jordan. The joke is on Jordan because number one, he's outing himself as having is he's not doing anything at work right now. Yeah. There's he's doing nothing. I've never no. seen him wear an actual shirt to work. So pretty there's three. There's there's three there's three moose that power the internet there. Yeah, that's how they go. It's kind of you know the the gerbils and the wheel that power the the yeah. power in, yep. in cartoons all the time. The, the entire North Dakota, there's three moose that are running. Well, actually, it's three moose. And then either Eric or one of his brothers, they take turns. It's all of them. They take turns running in the wheel. 
And that's how they power off. And right now they're sleepy. They're tired. And they're not doing it. That's why it's so dark in South Dakota. Or, uh, Ma, Dakota, lights! South Dakota. Yeah, South Dakota. Yeah, nobody Super knows. Yep, nobody Super knows. Do, by the way, it, one thing, though. Do they power both of the Dakotas? Or is there a separate power system for North and South Dakota? Like, is it three moose for each of the Dakotas? Or is it is it just three that are able to do all of them at once? Yeah, we we uh, we outsource an extra moose for the winter from uh, Minnesota. And then we tried to get one from Canada the other year. It didn't end up working out that well for us. But yeah, South Dakota in the summertime, uh, we end up getting the short end of the stick. It's too hot. It's too hot. Yeah, and air conditioning hasn't been invented there yet. So we no. will, uh, we'll see. One day. One which, day. Pre- which president's head does Eric live in? Another good question. Which of the president's head do you live in? We've got Mount Rushmore over there. I live in your head, Jordan. Rent-free, in oh, fact. That is a good point. Jordan is not working right now, and instead he's showing up to work to see what Eric is up to. Jordan is absolutely Spring. nothing. The, the, the key to this, more than anything, Jordan Klein has absolutely nothing going on in his life at all. I appreciate, I appreciate that he's here. I, I hope, Jordan, you've also liked the video and subscribed to the YouTube channel like everybody else. Great. But yeah, Jordan needs, some, Jordan needs some hobbies. Jordan needs some hobbies during the day other than trying to figure out the power grid in yeah. South Dakota while he is supposed to be working. I don't know what the hell he's doing. During yeah, what are you doing? Uh, aren't, we, aren't we supposed to be like a little bit focused? Yeah, no, Jordan Klein just, uh, he's the laziest producer I know named Jordan Klein. It, the laziest producer with the least sleeves. Terrible, terrible activity to sleep yeah. ratio. I'll bring you back a shirt. We do have those in South Dakota. Yeah, they have to. It's cold, especially when the moose don't have their, their proper energy and running properly. Got to mm-hmm. stay warm in South Dakota. Jordan says he's prepping the underdog show. Doesn't seem like it to me. Doesn't seem like that's what he's doing. Let's walk through some of the other talking points of this. And most notably, that tier of golfers we just walked through. It was Tony Finau, Victor Hovland, Morikawa, Sung J.M., Max Homa, Sam Burns. Of that group, do you dislike any of them? I don't think the word is dislike. Did you say Brian Harmon in there? No, I'll put him in the next tier. Okay, I was going to say, he, he he definitely belongs in the next tier, that's for sure. Uh, basically, Brian Harmon, uh, well, I don't know. There's not many. I, I played with Brian Harmon back in the day. In fact, the junior amateur in Columbia Country Club in Maryland, he ended up winning the event in junior am. He was, what, 17 or 18? I was 15. I was one of the youngest competitors. No big deal. But either way, Brian Harmon uh, would be on the outside looking in. There's nobody that I dislike in the tier that you just listed off. I will say, I'm very interested to see what Colin Morikawa ends up in the captain spot. Because again, this is a golf course that I think fits iron play. And if you talk iron play, the first person who generally comes to your mind is Colin Morikawa. Now, you're looking at Tony Finau, who's actually been the best in terms of strokes gain approach outside of Scotty Scheffler, who's just been a freak. But then Colin Morikawa over the last 50 rounds has been second, uh, tied for second here with Tony Finau in terms of strokes gained approach. This is a golf course where a lot of three woods, a lot of two irons off of tees, placement, getting yourself positioned for your second shot. It is a second shot, old school golf course. That's why shorter hitters. That's why uh, Annika Sorenstam decided to pick there as the PGA Tour spot where she really could have competed. You know, if she had, uh, you know, maybe putted the ball a little bit better. You can run into hot irons and just run with it at Colonial. It's going to play difficult still for a golf course that's around 7,100 yards. A tough to be a 7,100-yard golf course in the year of our Lord 2023. But that just makes Colin Morikawa an absolute slam-dunk, smash-type play compared to what his ownership should be in that captain spot. 
you know, marquee music group in the YouTube chat. He's thrown in a couple of comments. One, he says he likes Max Homa this week. And then the other part that he mm-hmm. says here, Harmon has been cheeks lately. So, sure it seemed, yeah, so it seemed like before when you uh you asked, is Brian Harmon part of that tier? You're you're uh I was listening you for question, him. The way you asked that question, your tone about it really does make it seem like Brian Harmon is not somebody you like getting behind. Is he the golfer we've projected the best that you've the least interest in, if that makes sense? Correct. That is that's kind of what I'm looking at. For me, his off the tee game is surprisingly good. He's not a long hitter by any means, but he is so damn accurate. What, 66, 67% driving accuracy over the course of the season, even though he averages like 296 off the tee. But he's now missed four of his last five cuts. He's missed, uh, I believe it's six of his last eight cuts on the PGA Tour. That is rough. And sandwiched in between all of it is this seventh at the RBC Heritage. I don't read anything into it. If Brian Harmon beats me this week, he beats me. I have no desire to be rostering him. I get that his core card is down to $2.25. And if you want to go straight off our projections, that would be something that would project out very, very nicely there. But he is 56 to 1 in terms of sportsbook odds for a reason. I like to group it by sportsbook odds and then make uh, make cut probability. But those sportsbook odds are directly off of uh, DraftKings Sportsbook. I start looking at this next tier of like Justin Rose that I might be a little bit more interested in, things of that nature. You have Russell Henley, who I think fits the mold of this golf course a little bit better for me. And then my dude, Denny McCarthy, as you're moving down the board, Tommy Fleetwood. All of these guys are just much better targets for me in terms of Rainmakers than Brian Harmon. And I'm looking at some of the other golfers that we have kind of comparable to them. You have to change page here. So right. we've got Harmon 2.2%. Then Tommy Fleetwood, 1.9% odds being a top golfer. Justin Rose, 1.8. And to your point, if you just look at some of the sports book odds, yeah, he's 56 to 1, where the guys that we have projected similar to him, Fleetwood, 29 to 1. Justin Rose, 27 to 1. Do you have a long shot that you like? So we'll say anybody yes. that is, uh, let's see, let's go 25 to 1 or longer. Any of those guys that you think are really good plays for Rainmakers for this tournament? Do you want to go back to the guy that I went to last week as my long shot who ended up shooting 65 on Sunday and finishing T7? I'm going back to the Sepp Straka well. This is a strange player who won the Honda or put himself in contention at the Honda two years ago, and that was kind of his really emergence. But if you go through some of his numbers, if you just group it by strokes gained approach of the last 50 rounds, of the last 25 rounds, you're going to see a sneaky name there in Sepp Straka. He came off back-to-back miscut at the RBC Heritage in the Wells Fargo, but I had said it before and I'll say it again. He has these weeks where he goes nuts with the irons. 5.6 at the Century Tournament of Champions back in Kapalua. 7.6 at the Honda golf course that he's played really well at. And 10.4 over at the PGA Championship. Even down there in Texas, the Valero uh, in San Antonio, 4.2 with the approach. We're talking massive, massive weeks with the irons. If he repeats anything close to what we just saw at the PGA Championship, you lose a lot of that field coming here this week. He is way down the board, way down the board. But it's ironic to me now because even at 115 to 1 in the sportsbook odds, his card is more expensive than Brian Harmon. I think that should tell you something. Yeah, let me go look up what are some of the floor prices that we have available to us right now. Strip, uh, struck. All right, so... Sepp Straka is at a floor of, let me sort by price low instead of recently listed. 224 so get, is what I'm looking at. 
Yeah, Straka, 245 is the lowest price for his core that's available. His rares are available for as cheap as nine bucks, and that's pretty universal. The booster is nine buck floor. The the uh the approach nine fifty, the prize nine fifty, and then the uh, elites for him a little bit over sixty dollars. The cheapest one available is an approach set elite for sixty two ninety eight. So not a lot of not a lot of cost there for Strock. And is he somebody that you think you would like beyond this week, or is he more somebody you'd just be interested for this particular tournament? I think he's sneaky for pretty much any tournament. In in similar fashion to Sam Burns, there's going to be a boom-bust nature to it. But I actually believe in some of the stuff that Sepp Strock has been doing in terms of these irons, and it just pops from time to time. The ball striking just pops 11.8 strokes gain, or sorry, 11.7 strokes gain T to green last week, 4.6 at the Valero 22nd, 8.7 at the Honda. We're talking about elite type ball striking that will show up from week to week. And I think there's going to be a tournament or two where he's going to sneak up to the 8K range, 9K range for uh, just in, like an alt, not an alternate event, because obviously he's going to be in most majors now, especially after the seventh at the PGA here this last week. I got to imagine he's got the world ranking to be able to jump up inside the top 30, top 40 here at this point in time. But the Austrian can just ball strike out of the middle of nowhere. And that kind of creates a chasm where nobody's going to click on him. You don't need to surround him with your best cards necessarily. Uh, that probably is a little bit foolish to play like Scotty Scheffler, Freenow Hovland, and have him as a last man in. But there are going to be some contrarian lineups I do with Tommy Fleetwood, with Chris Kirk, with my guy Siwoo Kim, who I have tons of cards of, uh, Tom Hoagie, things of that nature where I could see another iron player. Tom Hoagie, fourth in terms of strokes gain approach. Those are the kind of players that I want to be surrounding Seth Straka with. And maybe, you know, you get some tea time stacks, you get other things where there's some utility for him going the next six months. Yeah, and I was actually, so the next thing I've been, I've been trying to pull this up on my phone as we go is I was going to look at the craft and burn cards because if you guys are not familiar with one of the features of Rainmakers, it's available for PGA, for UFC, for NFL, there is the ability to craft and burn. And every week there are always golfers who you could turn some of your starter cards into other ones. So what I was trying to do was pull up on my phone the options to craft and burn, but they're all sold out. So uh, these mm -hmm. have already been completed. It's always something to keep an eye on though, especially once we get some of our projections updated, you know, Tuesday morning, Monday, go check those out and see if there's any golfers that project well, who maybe have a starter card that isn't all that valuable. You could turn into a better one. Because the golfers that were available for the Craft and Burn this week, Siwoo Kim was one of them, Denny McCarthy was another, and then the other was Kurt Kitayama. So uh, those are decent options, and there's a pretty good chance that you guys were probably holding a card that you could have turned into a better one. So uh, my next question was going to be, which of those guys would you prefer to craft if you only pick one? But if they're all out, it doesn't really matter. But it does seem like Siwoo Kim is somebody that you're gravitating towards, and he projects fairly well for us. We've yep. got him with a 7.2% chance to be one of the top five scoring golfers. So that has him top 15, one of the top 15 plays overall in our projection. So it does look like Siwoo Kim is somebody that would make sense. And only a couple minutes left to go here, Eric. If you guys haven't done it yet, do us a favor. Like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like I said at the top, if you guys haven't checked out PGA Rainmakers yet, click on the link below for a totally free starters pack. You're going to get to choose a stud golfer and it's going to be Scotty Scheffler this week, right? Is there anybody else yep. you can make a case for if you're claiming nope. that starter's back right Not now? Not even remotely close. He is He is the only guy. Think about it this way. He's $47. You're getting a $47 card to start your lineup with this week. The best player in the field. Over a third of the time, 
he is showing up freaking optimal. That isn't even just the number of times that he could show up in a winning lineup by putting up a top 10, top 15, which he is minus money to get. So uh, he is, unlike any golfer we've really seen, he's going back to Texas. It makes all the sense in all the land to be getting Scotty Scheffler instantly. Yeah, Marquee Music Group in the chat said, aha, I took them. Crafton burned yesterday, picked up Kitayama, Siwoo Kim, there you and go. Denny McCarthy. So he's got all three of them. It's just an easy way to boost your collection and get some you know, better cards for some of these events as they get closer. Final thoughts here, Eric. I want to know from you, any long shots outside of Straka, do you willing to take a chance on? Or are you just going to be playing a little bit more of the chalkier guys that are higher probability to win this week? So that's kind of the the conversation to have is there are definitely limitations in terms of like, it's really hard to say, hey, I want to build a lineup of Sepp Straka and like four or five of these guys. Like I'm talking about your one pivot in a large field core contest, where if you get a top 10 from Sepp Straka, you're probably putting yourself in an elite spot. If you have Hovland, if you have Homa, if you have Siwoo. Uh, probably not going to be pairing Scheffler or something of that nature with it. But one other long shot that I've got my eye on coming into this week is definitely Tom Hoagie. And he's sitting at 61 to one right now. I'm not a Tom Hoagie guy. It's generally just a player that I've never really been there for. But Tom Hoagie smashes irons again. He kind of falls into that Sepp Straka bucket where it'll just spike from time to time at the players. You saw 11.7 strokes gain T to green, 8.9. We know the players... Uh, get it, get it in play off the tee, but definitely a second shot golf course, not just, you know, the, the, the second shot on 18, the tee shot on 17 coming down that stretch, but the entire golf course sets up that way. You see at at t Pebble beach where he competed and I believe he won a couple years ago. Uh, that is definitely just a second shot golf course as well. Not too penal off the tee smallest greens on the PGA tour. Those are the kind of spots where it seems Tom Hoagie plays well. I think colonial is a sneaky good setup for a guy who finished third at the players outside of that. Hasn't had a very good season, uh, third at the Century Tournament of Champions, I suppose, way back when with a limited field. But I think Tom Hoagie might surprise some people this week. He's a card that I'm going to be intertwining throughout my lineups as well. His floor is available for as cheap as $6.49 right now in the secondary market. And that's going to do it for us today, guys. One more time, I'm going to ask you, you haven't done it yet. Do us a big favor by liking the video and subscribing to the YouTube channel. Good luck building out all your lineups this week. Next week, Eric and I'll be back on Tuesday to talk about more PGA. So have a good one. Also, NBA Live before a lot tonight. Go check that out. Later, guys. know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions and it's because that occasional shave really hurts it's the time of year for big occasions and yet there he is suffering with that cheap drugstore razor let's help him out henson shavings line of razors built with aerospace precision deliver a smooth shave your dad brother and even son can enjoy eventually with replacement blades just 10 cents each you'll buy it once and they'll use it for life how's that for the perfect gift Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase. And no subscription headaches. Hensonshaving.com slash holiday. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com slash renew to learn more.